Good morning, everybody. How are y'all doing today? You are listening to the Rehab Sports Guys. Thank you. Now that we've got the paid part of the podcast out of the way, let's get into the meat of this podcast. I will be doing it in two parts. The first part will be going over the NCAA tournament. Had some huge, huge games. The Duke UFC game, UFC, UCF game was awesome. Wire to wire, great basketball game. There was other huge games. I'm going to kind of recap the round of 34 that happened on Saturday and Sunday. And then I will get into the Sweet 16 matchups. But I will start off with the biggest game of the weekend. And that would be Duke and Zion Williamson taking on Falls of UCF. And the coach of UCF is former player and assistant of Duke. And he has a number retired. And that is Coach Dawkins. He had his UCF Knights ready to play. They were not scared of the moment. His son played 30, 40, all 40 minutes, had 32 points, made five threes. At one point in the first half, he wasn't missing anything. He could have put a melon in a golf hole. Like It, it was ridiculous at times. Zion led, the, uh, led Duke in all... Categories, points, rebounds, and assists. He had 32 points, 11 rebounds, and four assists. He played, he didn't come out of the game. Him, Trey Jones, and Barrett played all 40 minutes. Dawkins and Taylor for UCF played all 40 minutes. Falls only played 25, but he still had 15 points, six rebounds, and three blocks, but fouled out late in that game. That was a big key to the game. Uh, the officiating, just like in all college basketball, is atrocious. But I think it wasn't one-sided. Yes, there was a missed call on uh, Duke in late in that game. But I think it was a very balanced game. UCF had more free throws. UCF or Duke had more fouls called against them. So I think it was very balanced. Uh, it was just a all-around great game. UCF had a chance at the very end to uh, make a layup just didn't get it done Uh, Dawkins ended up with 32 points if he had 34 points on that last layup uh, Duke is going home and everybody's brackets busted and but that didn't happen it was a awesome game Duke led 44-36 at halftime kind of went on a run there late uh, but then UCF opened the second half on a 10 nothing run, and it was a two- to five-point game from there on out. But this shows that, like I've said multiple times leading up to this, Duke is very susceptible to getting beaten. They shot the three very at a much higher percentage than they have all season. Uh, without senior leadership, I just worry about them getting in bad situations. 
and not knowing what to do and not being able to bounce out of it. But you do have two uh, top five picks in Zion Williamson and uh, R.J. Barrett. But that being said, they're not very deep at the center position. So if you get in foul trouble, that could cause problems. And if Zion's in serious foul trouble early in the game, I think that causes problems. And they'll be going up against a team that actually beat them. Granted, it was without Zion, but they still beat them. Uh, Virginia Tech was actually trailing in their game against Liberty, 32-29 to a half. They ended up blowing them out in the second half, 38-26. Blackshear and Outlaw combined for 29 points, 20 rebounds. Uh, if Duke wants to beat Virginia Tech, they've got to keep Blackshear uh, kind of under wraps. Can't let him get to the boards. Can't let him get extra possessions. Can't let him get, a, get off scoring. Outlaw is a tremendous rebounder from the guard position. Uh Ball Tech is just a good defensive team. Like, they had 10 steals against Liberty. They're going to get after you. They're not going to be scared of Duke. They beat Duke 77-72 uh, earlier this season. So they're not going to be scared of the moment. I really like that game. But I have Duke getting to the Elite Eight. Uh, so no matter what, I think this will be a close game. I think Duke wins. Uh, it'll be like five to eight points. I got Duke in that game. And we're going to go on down in the same bracket. Michigan State uh, ran off and beat Minnesota. Minnesota had cut the lead to 40-31 to in the second half, but then Michigan went on a 23-9 run, kind of put it away. Uh, they out-rebounded Minnesota 45-19, to and that basically tells you the story you need to know. They we're getting after it on the boards michigan michigan state is a very well coached team they're not going to make many mistakes uh i love coach izzo and while i'm on the subject of coach izzo can we stop being so soft like if the player really thought it was that big of a deal i really think he would have called him out but i think the player knew that he was messing up, but I and it's because of the restraining of Izzo. I think Izzo was tired of the lackluster reforms the player was giving, and so he thought he could challenge the player. And some players respond, and he responded later in that game, got some big, big, big time buckets to help them in their first round game. Michigan State, I think, is a Final Four team, and they were going to have to play against one of the probably one of the better teams in the country in LSU. And LSU survived by Tremont Waters' game-winning bucket that is controversial to some to beat Maryland. I think that game was a really good game. I think it was probably top two games of the tournament thus far. But they couldn't overcome the fact that they missed seven free throws. If you make half those, you win the basketball game. It comes down to turnovers and free throw shooting in the NCAA tournament and making baskets. And Waters, Mays, and Reed flat out can score. They ended up combining for 41 points. I think Michigan State is going to pick one of those and take them out of the basketball game. I don't know which one that might be. 
So Waters and Reed or May, somebody's going to have to step up and have a big game because not all three of them are going to be able to score 12 to 18 points. I think somebody's going to have to get in a 25-point range. So that's why I like Michigan State in this game. They're going to get after it defensively, and sometimes that causes LSU problems. Uh, at home, they were down by 20 in the second half to Arkansas, who was an NIT team, barely. So they have tendency against defensive teams to struggle. And so we will see who comes out. I like Michigan State going on to face Duke for a chance to go to the Final Four. That'll be a great basketball game. I'm going to take a quick break, and we will be right back and continue on with this bracket breakdown. 